The Gospel according to Luke, the first chapter. Glory to you, Lord. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Beloved of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called the Chosen One. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her, who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Will you please be seated? So when I teach Christian education classes or confirmation classes or Sunday school classes, I often will, when inspired, offer my students a playlist, songs that might, they might know that might spark um, connections to the themes of the stories that we are talking about that day. In a recent class, I was teaching about special time versus ordinary time. And many of you will know that in Advent, we began a new church year. We do not start the new church year January 1st. That's a calendar secular celebration for the church. It starts at the end of November or early December, depending on when Advent begins. So I played a snippet of the song 1999 by Prince to talk about not only the new year beginning, but also a new millennium. That song is a song that celebrates um, the joy of life as if it were the beginning of a new millennium. So we celebrated the beginning of the Advent year with that song. I also began to talk about how in special time we talk about the preparation, the birth, life, ministry, death, and resurrection of Jesus. During that five and a half month period, six month period, we celebrate special time the preparation, life, death, and resurrection of Christ. 
the rest of our church year is Pentecost, or ordinary time. So to introduce the theme of Advent, I I, um, suggested several songs that they might know or have heard of. One was uh, We Used to Wait by the Arcade Fire. It's a song from the 2000s, and it talks about how generations move, and as the young ones come up, they get more and more impatient, and as we get older, we get more and more impatient as well. But we look back with nostalgia on how it used to be for us. This song talks about how previous generations used to write letters, used to sign their names, and as we move into the younger generations, that's becoming something of the past. We used to wait. I also mentioned a classic 80s rocker by White Lion called Wait. And then I also uh, talked about a song from Hamilton, which many of our young people not only love but obsess about and know all the words to all the songs. And there's a song by Aaron Burr that says, We used to wait for it. Yeah, we used to wait for it. Right, right. Sorry, wait for it. Yes. I'm getting confused in my own wait playlist. We used to wait for it, and if you know the, the Hamilton story, you know that Burr waited and waited and waited for his chance, and after finally having gotten some semblance of the success he craved, had the horrible ending with the duel with Alexander Hamilton. My, the, the last song on the playlist, and I just played you know 20 seconds of each song, was Patience by Guns N' Roses. Anybody here know the song Patience? See a couple people good. All right. All right. So anyway, it's in that mode that we are in this Advent season where we are waiting for the coming of the Lord. We raise up the journey to get to that place, the unexpected journey, the surprises, and the hurdles. The hurdles that we have to overcome, the anxiety that we have to quell, the worry that we have to put to sleep. Kindling the hope, the presence of Christ that will carry us to that day, but yet has not been birthed in this world in the time of Advent, at least. We hold that tension, that tension between waiting, preparation, fear, anxiety, and hope itself. I want to share with you an unexpected journey that I took at the beginning of Advent, an Advent journey, literally. I went to visit my niece for her birthday every year on November 17th. My partner and I head back to Florida, and we have a tradition of taking her to a theme park. The theme park is Adiaphora. Ask me about that at coffee hour. But the important part of this unexpected journey was the time in the airport. Anybody travel during Thanksgiving or will travel at Christmas in an airport. Uh, It's a wonderful, calm experience, right? No worry, no anxiety, no stress. And of course, we are of good measure. We are good Christian people who never lose our temper or get frustrated. It was a challenge to wend our way through the first flights to get to Florida. When we landed in Tampa... We, there was an announcement on, over the loudspeaker saying, we are late. Surprise. It happens. We know this. There's a group of people trying to make a connection that they probably won't make, but we're going to try to help them going to Australia. There are 10 people. They, I've never seen this happen before, but they had them light their 
the lights at their seats, the, the call lights, so we could see where the 10 people were. And wouldn't you know it, even with all that preparation, there were folks who I heard saying, well, I'm not waiting for anybody. I'm getting off. I have to get to my next connection too. It wasn't quite as tight as the ones the Australians were trying to make, but people were still not willing to give up their spot. I waited, and I noticed that some people who said they were going to go didn't, so I had a little bit of hope in humanity. My, it was raised a bit, but I was still surprised, well, maybe I shouldn't have been, that folks got you know, left and got, uh, got in the, the exit uh, before the 10 were able to get off fully. I sure hope they made their flight. I don't know. That's how airports work. There's lots of crossings, lots of unexpected journeys, lots of misconnections. When we uh, were coming back from our trip on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, it's a great day to travel, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Such a bright, bright plan that was. We were on the flight um, from Tampa to Charlotte and then Charlotte to San Francisco. Uh, We weren't sure if we were going to make our connections. It was already showing delayed. Uh, My partner is a planner, and that's being polite. So he was having a really hard time with a very short connection that we already had and then seeing the delayed part. So we we asked to get on an earlier flight, and we were able to do so. It was not part of the plan. It gave us extra time. That seemed to make everyone, he and I, breathe a sigh of relief. As we were descending, so seatbelts already buckled, seatbacks already back up, we hear over the loudspeaker, we have a medical emergency, is there a doctor on the plane or someone who can respond to a medical emergency? My partner's a radiologist, he waited to, to, to hear if other people were ringing in because we were way in the back. As he's getting ready to touch the call light, four dings go off. And someone who is closer and an EMT, so more suited for that type of emergency situation, went up to the front of the plane. As we're descending, we hear, there's a woman in labor. I'm not kidding. There's a woman in labor, and she's going to give birth. We're not sure if it's going to be on the plane or in the jetway or in the airport. You can imagine the plane, much like this room, got very quiet. And I wondered what type of group response would be there for us. It was wonderful, I can report, that there was nothing but complete support. And I would say a lot of prayers were being said in support of this mother who must have been terrified. We, were, uh, we landed And we heard everybody, we were so sorry, but please stay in your seats. We didn't need an apology. People were willing to to give up their spots, thank goodness. We got to the gate in record time, kind of amazing how fast we were able to get there. And we heard, um, she's going into labor, the EMTs have her on the jetway. Not a minute later, we heard the baby is coming. And a minute later, we heard, it's a girl. It was a palpable, powerful experience. As we were landing, uh, getting ready to land, my partner said, 
this is not the best situation. Lots can go wrong. In the article that came out after, it's on my Facebook page if you want to see more, there's a misleading picture that makes it seem like we were on the tarmac or something. We actually made it to the jetway. Um, you, uh, we learned that she had been 38 weeks pregnant. Uh, many people on my Facebook page who uh, were grandmothers who had, uh, had babies in the 60s and 70s um, were saying, how could anyone be cleared to travel at 38 weeks? I don't know if that's a new reality. But the short flight to Charlotte maybe ex- explained it. Maybe she didn't consult with a doctor and just thought, because you can book tickets online and uh, we have a lot more autonomy in our daily lives. I don't know. But I can only imagine the fear and worry of that woman as she was bringing this new life into the world. As we prepare this Advent, may we be moved by the hope that comes even in the most unexpected of journeys. May we be strengthened by Jesus and the coming of the Christ child with the peace that surpasses all understanding. May May we be given guidance by that bright star that guided the wise men to move in this world to share God's love and to receive God's love, to share God's love in a world that desperately hungers and thirsts for it, that we hunger and thirst for. Amen.